The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, guest Charlie Clawson number one, Dave uh, Anthony is hello. here. Hello, Dave Anthony. Hi, how are you? It's good to have you here, sir. It's nice to have me here. It is nice. <laughs> that came that's, out wrong. That's both. It's nice to be that's here. That's the same sentence. It's the most arrogant thing I've ever said. Right, it's nice to have me here. It's very nice for you to have me. Do you here. think no, it is nice. the most arrogant thing you've ever said? No, I've said much worse. Yeah, I imagine you probably. Have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell me, Dave Anthony, we're, we're recording this a couple of days uh, after Halloween or yes. Hallow's Eve yes. uh, here in the United States of America in Australia. Yes. Some people. Are into Halloween? They are, yeah. I got, Some people uh, are not. I got uh, I got a few comments on Facebook from people from Australia that were like, "I don't understand what's happening." Right, there's there is a few like in Australia because it's taken over a little bit because like you know what kids love candy. It's great, right? Well, here's the wow. thing: it's one of those things if you explore it with an outside eye, it's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Like it's one of those things where. I, <laughs> Because essentially you t- take all your time telling kids not to go to strangers' houses <laughs> to take candy from them. And then Correct. one night, like the purge, yeah. you're like, all bets are off. <laughs> it is the purge. It's like a toddler purge. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like oh, also like, oh, oh, and uh, remember in the second weekend of November, we all get into vans with strangers. <laughs> That's that national holiday. Van Day. Yeah, Van yeah. Day. It's <laughs> so moving van. Oh, it's all vans, all you that whole day. Into that. Just go ahead and jump in. Right. Uh, yeah, I never really thought of it that way. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I've never stepped back and looked at it as an outsider because it's just, to me, I grew up with Halloween and Halloween is, you know. Right. You, Which you, is also one of those things where, like in Australia, I do, there are some people who are, you know, like, like here's where you're drawing your line. Yeah. You know, where they're like, you know, I'm so offended by this American tradition. I can barely stomach this Starbucks. Yeah. You know, you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, come glurg, on, glurg. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it's the cool thing about Halloween is, you know, you have a kid and then you, uh-huh. it's fun to watch your kid get dressed up and go and hang out with his friends and, right. and trick or treat and all that stuff. And when I was growing up, it was crazy because you would, you would trick or treat until mm, 12 or something. And even then that was too late. Hang on until midnight. No, no. 12, age 12. Oh, right. <laughs> you trick or treat. Oh, no, like, sometimes, that is, sometimes. That is some late trick or treating. And then. And kids, make sure you do it well after you're meant to be in bed. <laughs> That's one of the other essential buzz of this holiday. And then after 12, you clearly shouldn't be trick-or-treating, but for 12 until 14, you you would go out and try to fill up like a pillowcase with candy. Like you would be out mm-hmm. from five until close to, like you would be knocking on any any house that had a light in it. Right. And then <laughs> just hoping anything's left. And, and so, but you were also hiding. You were also being hunted. What do you mean? So Hang the high what? school, the high school. So kid, it is like the birds. Yeah, it is like the verge. But that's what maybe reminded me of this. So in, then in high school, uh-huh. you're just going out with eggs, and you are hunting the the junior high school kids, oh, the yeah. twelve and thirteen year olds, to take okay. their candy. Sure. So oh, right. Oh, the hunt was on. Right. <laughs> wow. 
and this I remember, is like the best lesson I'll learn about America. <laughs> I forget. I'll never forget. We all had. We was like the. By end the way, of the at night. some stage, people older and richer than you will come yes. along and ruin the thing that you that you worked six hours for. Right. So we were. It was. It was close to midnight. And we were walking home, and we were probably thirteen. And we then they all these guys pulled up in a pickup truck and they jumped out and chased us and I got away. And everyone got away except for our friend Brett, mm-hmm. and they took his candy. Oh, yeah. And so they just, and that's it. That's it. Your and candy's you guys gone. Redistribute your candy. To yeah, help we him did. Out? We, did, we yeah. gave him a little bit of candy. Right. Yeah. Communism. Then you were locked yeah. away. Yeah, it is communism. <laughs> 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 then you were black banned from university. <laughs> um, and then, and then you turn fourteen, and then you, you then you hunt. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and so that's just a rite of passage. That was where I was from, anyway. That's right. how it worked. That, that's how it worked. Okay. Okay. I think I'm just adjusting my little thing a little bit. Um, so, so this, yeah. So, so this, what did you do with Finn then? Okay, so Finn, Finn wanted to be a ghost, uh-huh. and he made this decision about two months ago. Why? I don't know. He just did why he, he just walked up and said, he, "I want, I want to be a ghost." Was fucking ghost? He does, yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> it's like, Dad, I, I, I read this article on TMZ that Kesha can't stop fucking ghosts, and so I'm in. <laughs> Um, I don't know why he never That's a had good a thing for the new all female Ghostbusters, by the way. Oh yeah, when they bust in a ghost, they're fucking Kesha. Good celebrity appearance. Oh my god, there, it's right? perfect. Kesha, what are you doing? Then she breaks into a song. Right, I wake up in the morning feeling <laughs> like insert name of popular ghost here. <laughs> all I Casper's, all I Casper. That's all I got, Casper. Oh, Kesha fucking Casper's so weird. Right, wow, right? He's a friendly ghost. He's so, yeah, right? but he's not that friendly. I mean, he's not a. I, I consider him asexual. Right, but Cash is a little asexual. Right, you know? <laughs> I feel like that would be good. Um, so he says he wants to be a ghost. Uh-huh. And so that so we just get him a ghost costume and um we order it and we're like worried because Where does he say ghosts? Yeah. I mean this is the I don't like, know. Like, where, I, where does that come from? I, you know, he comes up with shit that we don't know where it's from. It's probably from school. Right. But he comes up with stuff all the time. We're like, I don't know where that's from. And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. Like, right. he's got his little secrets. Yeah, he's got his little, like, uh, right-wing, you know, sort yeah. of MRA group. Yeah, he's... He's, like, he's, he's a member of the clan. He's super into the clan. They won't let you go as a clan member. <laughs> so say you're a ghost. You get to put a sheet on, and we all know when we see you in the street. He did say white power a lot. So that was a little weird. Now that, I, That's the ghost... Slogan. Yeah, that is the ghost slogan. White power. What are you doing? I'm a ghost. Boo. White power. <laughs> um, so it, it's complicated with a ghost because the, the, you picture the sheet moving around a lot and there's just right. two eyes that he can see out of. So we got him to wear a hat. So hopefully that would keep the thing from moving around a lot. Right. It still moved out moved quite a bit, but it was better. Uh, but then like a, what sort of hat? Like a well, you'll see when I show you the picture. Okay. But then in the day, in the daytime, his school is having like a parade, like a. Because you know, ghosts do have to worry about UV. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> they really do. Slip, 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 Casper. <laughs> um, in the daytime at his school, they're having a parade. It's called a parade. It was just a bunch of kids mar- marching around in their outfits. That's oh. all it was. Oh. And um, and he couldn't. The, you're not allowed to cover your face. I don't know why, maybe because there might be a robbery. Like, I don't know why you can't cover your face at the school. It's not like, it's not like they're committing crimes or going to do something horrible. They're, right. they're children. Yeah. 
but they but said it must be for the protection of the children. But what? From midget child molesters. <laughs> Halloween is your prime time. If you're a midget child molester, you can sneak into a children's parade, like dressed as like a, a little Batman, Batman, a little Batman. Yeah. Like, look at how cute that Batman. I mean, is. a little stocky but cute. Yeah. Imagine like mm. where he keeps yelling out, "Where is she?" <laughs> what? Hang on, that's weird. Like, God, what a strange Batman where that is. Where is the girl dressed as a princess? Girl. Bring the girl. Batman. Batman, what are you doing? Where's the princess? I went too high on that. I you? love Frozen. <laughs> um, so he went as Mario. Hang on, what? Mari- Mario from the Mario Brothers. Uh... Oh, hang on, so he didn't go as a ghost. Didn't no, he? so in the daytime he went as Mario to school. Oh, okay. And and which I which I loved because I played Mario when I was a kid, yeah, and now right. he plays Mario. It's a family tradition. Yeah, I It'd think be it's great fantastic. If in the movie of that, you got out your Mario suit. <laughs> like you've been. Hey, son, I've been waiting for this day. A tear rolling down my cheek. Here we are. Say this. Say this with a little accent. Mario <laughs> finally realizes why he was never actually allowed to use that plunger for plunging. Daddy's plunger that was in this glass case. Now you get the plunger, don't you, boy? Mario Jr. Mario. <laughs> the other day he asked me, who's the green one? And I said, that's Luigi. Right. Yeah. It was a good, great moment. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we, up until then, he was aware of Mario, though, but he was like, who's, who's the other fella? Yeah. Who's this guy? Yeah. Who's, who's, the guy in the, who's the guy in the green? Who's Turtle? Who's, the, yeah. who's this Turtle fella? Well, that's Luigi. Who's right. Luigi? He, Luigi's his partner in yeah. crime. It's a lot of stuff that goes Luigi on. Luigi doesn't get a lot of naming rights. Like, you think no. by now, like, Mario. You think that it's like Mario's clearly like the. I guess Mario's like the Seinfeld, right? Like, yeah. And it doesn't matter how big, you know, George Costanza gets. It's still called. Yeah, Seinfeld, it's still Seinfeld. Right? Yeah, 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 it's still Mario. Yeah, right. I, you know, I, I once wrote a. I wrote, I wrote a sketch for. Um, it was something. It was, there's a video. There's like a. God damn! I don't remember what the ch- G4 was the channel, and uh, and there was like some award show they did, and I wrote a sketch for it, and I cast uh, Ron Jeremy as Mario. Oh my god! <laughs> Is that, I mean, surely that's a porno in waiting. Because the porn parodies are the only things that make money these days. Yeah. Like, that's the new burgeoning industry. Yeah. And there's, like, heaps of gamers who must be watching porn. Oh, so yeah. you can't tell me there's not, like, gamer porn crossover oh, opportunities. Oh, there's got to be. And Ron Jeremy? Yeah. As Mario? Straight up Mario. The plumber? Yeah. Come to fix your the... pipes? <laughs> finds the princess? Waka, waka, waka. Yeah, there's right? the princess. I'm going to stuff her. Right. I think that's part of the game. I saw uh, Ron Jeremy at the airport in real life. I saw him in the wild. I walked straight really? by him in uh, Chicago. He was at the Chicago airport. Oh, yeah. Waiting to get on a plane back to LA, I imagine, because I'd got yeah. off a plane from LA. So, yeah. And he was at that terminal. He was, he was straight off a fucking session. He was just there. Coming out of work. Right. He did a weekend of work. You did a weekend of work. Right. Um, Ron Jeremy used to be my friend Jerry's landlord. And, and so every month he would walk up and knock on the door and hand Ron Jeremy a check, which is weird. <laughs> oh, in, in, the, in the sketch, I did a masturbation joke and I had Ron Jeremy hold up his giant white hands so that he, pretending he couldn't masturbate. Oh, okay. Right? Nice. That's right. not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Did you ever... We'll get back to that. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so... Uh, so Finn goes out. By the way, uh, 
like most of the time on Typhop when the words are spoken, we'll get back to the <laughs> one thing. Yeah, but I didn't the say anything. The one thing that you can guarantee is we will never get back to All it. I said was, did you ever? And then I stopped myself. Okay. So All people right. don't really know. It could be anything. Uh-huh. Um, so he goes as a ghost and he, he wanted to hang out with his friends from preschool. So he drove down here and he went to their did house. Did you ever the- suggest to him? That he wore the ghost outfit over the top of the Super Mario outfit, and then he could have oh. been the ghost of Super Mario well, that for been... all those times that Mario dies in his adventures. Oh my god! Right? Fantastic! Meta, right? Fantastic! I'm the, I'm the ghost You're th- of Super Mario. <laughs> the ghost of Super Mario. Right, he's got his best friend there, the ghost of Luigi. I mean, that would have been amazing. Right? That's an idea. So he is walking around. His friends are one of them's one of the the turtles the in fact, mut- if, mutant if, turtles. if anyone's listening that is actually a good suggestion if you happen to be at a halloween party and someone's wearing the same outfit yeah you just grab a sheet off the bed yeah cut in some eye holes yep. you're suddenly the ghost of that person right most of the people who are people are going as a halloween are dead right like most of them a lot of and them. otherwise it's a funny joke about that like you know celebrity being dead like the ghost of that celebrity i'm sure you yeah. can work out a bit of material on it yeah like name something that people go to halloween as what's a popular halloween item this year what, what uh, zombies zombies are really well big they're already thing. dead so the ghost of the oh, ghost zombies oh, oh my god I don't mean, tell me you can't sell that movie that's like a oh. that's like a sharknado Wait, ghost zombies that, weren't they weren't the ones in pirates of the caribbean kind of ghost zombies kind of or in but this movie's not game of thrones kinda ghost zombies. <laughs> it's called ghost zombies <laughs> what's interesting the ghost zombie uh, what does a ghost zombie do it's just a zombie that's not really like material it just can go through stuff it's a zombie that kesha would fuck <laughs> <laughs> How many times do I have to explain what a ghost is to you? The definition of a ghost is would Kesha I keep, fuck it. I keep forgetting the definition. Yeah. I keep forgetting it. The Kesha definition. Yeah. The Keshanition. So. So. On. So they're out walking around uh-huh. and he's a ghost. And at one point he's walking down this uh, walkway from a house. And there are on their right, right on the side of the path, there are two ghosts set up. Not, not. Not human ghosts. They're two decorative ghosts. And so I say, Finn, step in between those ghosts and stand there. And then I snap a picture. Oh, my God. (laughs) No wonder you don't like Doctor Who. You're living in Doctor Who. That is like, that is essentially the same budget production as like villains on Doctor Who. That is terrifying. Isn't it terrifying? It's terrifying. He looks although because like, he's, you know what the only thing that makes it okay is the hat. I know the hat makes I it was okay. Skeptical about the hat earlier on, but the hat actually is like, oh yeah, which one's the alive one? <laughs> they wouldn't put yeah. Oh man, yeah, super okay. creepy, right? That's super creepy. Yeah. So it was good Halloween overall. Yeah, I think I think I was I was mustered. Do you um, uh, do you distribute candy yourself as well? What's the oh well? Deal? Here's the thing. What's we, the deal with that? So in, this is the crazy thing about. Oh, we live in one of those places where everybody buses into. Like everyone, they 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 put kids in cars and they drive up n- near where we are, and everyone goes trick or treating. Is that because like your area has good supplies? It has like it's a good area to loot. It is a like good. If it, shit was going down, if this was the purge, yes, people would be coming to your that's area. That's exactly going, yeah, right. Get some yeah, good shit here. let's go. Okay, yeah, right. Uh, but it's also because they've been doing it on the main strip for so long, for so many years that it's become a thing. Right. You know, it's like this tradition. 
Now the main strip is a little way, f- away from us. Because you live in the suburbs, and that's yeah. what people do in the suburbs. Exactly. They have nice traditions yes. that bond their neighborhood together. <laughs> that's right. It feels so disgusting to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is disgusting. So uh, so we just put a bowl of candy, because I was like, no one's going to come to our house because everyone's going down to the main right. strip. And sure. sure enough, not one trick-or-treater came. We asked the neighbors next door. They were like, not one one kid came. Oh, so you were like an off-Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Which is fine. That's fine. Yeah, it means I you think. got a bottle of candy. I've, I've never experienced this before because not until I moved to L.A. In L.A., it's different. Like in other parts of the country, you just walk out of your house and you go trick-or-treating. But here there's so many different ethnicities and religions. Like you, if you're in a Hasidic neighborhood, you can't go trick-or-treating because they're not going to have that. So, right. Plus so, they have to have sex through that sheet. Yeah, they got to fuck through that sheet. Yeah. And so if they see you walk up as a ghost, well, they're going to put their dick in your eye. You're like, hang on, what is this? I only have one hole. <laughs> I'm a ghost with one eye. I'm like a pirate ghost. Oh, that's another movie. Pirate, pirate ghost. We'll sell that as well. Well, that is Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, that is. <laughs> That's not only being done, but it's made billions of dollars. Well, wow, it's a good idea then. Right? <laughs> You're telling me those people, all those people who spend those billion dollars are sick of pirate ghosts? No, they're not. They've made four Transformers movies. <laughs> people can Oh, my stomach. God. You know what we should do? What? A movie about cars that turn into robots. Yeah, but no, they've made four of those. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Are they good? They've only made one pirate ghost movie. Yeah. No, they've not. No. I saw- <laughs> I saw um, Transformers 4, which uh, I heard was the oh, worst. Oh, I heard it was the, the worst, world, yeah. But I don't think that is actually true. I saw it on the plane on the way to Chicago, and yeah. I thought it was fine. Well, it was fine. really? It was fine. Like, do you really? mean, like, well... Well, what are you judging fine on? The, like The other Transformers movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what I'm judging it on. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I knew oh. it was a Transformer movie when I turned it on. I, I was going to tell you, remember I had the Marvel thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Which so, I have to look up. So, um, so this is really interesting because m- both Marvel and DC have basically just re- revealed what they're doing for the next two and a half years. Oh, sorry, two and a half. Well, I have longer than that. Like, yeah, 10 years, right? Like the next tw- It's like ridiculous. Yeah, I got, I got 2020, the, I think. I got the list from someone at... Which is so cute that they think the movies will even exist then, but... By the way, this is what I want to ask you. Did you ever watch the video I said, uh, the pooing video? Yes. I mean, come on. I mean, it's delightful, Dave. Okay. Right, but that's like a propaganda video. for like That's like Hitler <laughs> playing with a kitten. <laughs> if you want to like, know oh, what it is. Have you seen that Hitler video? It's Hitler playing with a kitten. Ah, oh, Hitler. If He's people- so nice with that kitten. <laughs> the way he does the salute and the kitten like Wait, runs what's up wrong? his arm. What's wrong with Hitler? Hitler's great. Hitler. Um, if people don't know what it is, there is a video of a uh, baby sloth, baby sloth. Uh, pooping. Yeah. And it's delightful. Being toilet trained. Delightful. It's delightful. They Shakes hug the bottom. base of the tree and they do this they little They do the dance, poop dance. And their face looks just so happy. Because they only poop once a week. Right. Which I admire. Uh, I mean, as in like, I'm not saying, I mean, I know there's ways that I could only poop once a week. But I'm just saying, if we generally just poop once a week, I think that would be better. If you, if you... Maybe maybe there's a way you can do it. Maybe you can go visit like uh, some sort of monk somewhere, and there's a special way to go through life just pooing once a week. That's possible. Right. I could be. Don't give up. I could be Sloth Man. Don't it give up. It could be like that scene from Batman Begins, but it's me climbing up a mountain with like a little flower to find my Liam Neeson character, <laughs> but like to learn how to only poo once a week. <laughs> That's my skill. <laughs> I joined the other League of Shadows. Oh, God. The other League of Shadows. <laughs> 
Oh, this isn't the League of Shadows. Oh, no, they're down the... No, we're the other League of Shadows. We're mostly concentrating on pooing only once a week. But we feel like that's also doing something good for the world. Worst League of Shadows ever. Right. That's all I want. Uh, how am I going to find this? Okay. It's in here. I'll find it. It's going to take me a little while. All right. So, yeah. So, it's a, it's a really cute video, anyway, of the uh, the sloth having a little uh, beautiful poop. And He's it a wonderful pooping sloth. But again, that doesn't make me want to, like, now think that all pooping, because no one else poops that cute. Okay, what if... Like, you but, don't poop that cute. But what no if... Poops that what cute. if... What if I recreate that video, except instead of me pooping, instead of the sloth pooping, it's me pooping. Right. And and I do all the same movements, and I'm wearing the same. He had like a diaper on, right? I mean, okay, I'd I'd like to say that. <laughs> I can't I can't deny that I think I would find that delightful. I mean, it's more the idea of you recreating the facial things, but yeah, no, sure. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, so here here's what I have. I I have I have an inside man at Marvel. Yeah. And. I got a list of all the movies and they released some, but they didn't release all of these. They released some. Okay. Uh, Avengers age of Ultron, May 1st, 2015. So I saw the preview for that the other day. Yeah. Justin was a bit underwhelmed by the preview, but I thought it looked okay. I think I'll enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first Avengers movie, which was a lot when I first saw it and then heaps less each time I saw it. Uh, I thought it was okay. I don't think I just can't get over the, gun girl it's so stupid but it looked like it looked like it'd be fun yeah i think i think that'll be yeah it, it looks fun it looks yeah. fun it looks funny yeah the hulk's fighting iron man right what do you want from a day at the movie no no nothing i, I want the none. hulk fighting everyone yeah all if the it, time if in that transformers movie the hulk had just come in for no reason they yeah did not explain it just a completely crazy also hulk's there why there's like dinosaur you know robots don't need to explain why hulk explain. is there he's at just there stage, you know what when they go to find the robot dinosaurs in the transformer movie yeah they should just they, they should find them in a fight with the hulk oh, for no explanation i mean tremendous other than that's just better as a matter of fact why isn't there a movie where hulk gets sent back in time to fight dinosaurs i think that should be the mystery ending of gone girl <laughs> Like, it should be revealed that Hulk smash is the controversial ending of that film. I wish I wish the Hulk would smash the ending of that movie. Wait, we can't talk about the ending of that movie. God. We don't spoil it for people. But just don't go see it. The ending was upsetting. I didn't buy a second of it. Okay. Ant-Man. Mm, July 17th, which, uh, 2015. Which was going to direct, yeah. but he's pulled out of directing that. Really just, I mean, he would have been so great. He would, he would have, have made so such a great, great movie. Yeah I, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. They've really blown it. Whatever they've done, they've blown it. Yeah. Fantastic Four, uh, August 7th, 2015. That's three Marvel movies. Oh, no, wait, that's Fox. Okay. Deadpool, February 12th, 2016. Batman versus Superman, yep. Dawn of Justice, March 25th, 2016. And of course, I've explained previously that that's a disaster. Well, of course it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> Did anyone see the first Superman film? It was a disaster. Oh, yeah. Captain America 3, May 6, 2016. X-Men Apocalypse. By the way, did you say that article about uh, there was an article that like Ben Affleck had asked if he could take home the, the Batsuit? 
like you know after the filming like he was like can i have the bat suit like, really because they had heaps of them like yeah, yeah. Well, not heaps but they had a bunch of yeah. them and he was like can i get, keep one right yeah and they were like oh it'll cost you a hundred thousand dollars what right now here's the thing about this story that i hate uh-huh. everything about this story yeah yeah i hate everything about it too. i hate everything about this story yeah because firstly like how much fucking money are they paying him to do this right. movie? You're telling me you can't fucking give him a bat suit and that's not a great PR story that you can fucking no, put out there and whatever. Yeah. You get your $100,000 worth right. straight fucking away, right? Right. And everyone's picturing Ben Affleck fucking Jennifer Garner in a Batman outfit. I mean, that's now. That's worth the 100000 if not more. Right. Yeah. Immediately. That's going <laughs> to yeah. get people to that movie. Yeah. Suddenly you've got the fucking Fifty Shades of Grey audience as well. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Black, you know? Yeah. So, um, so I agree with you. Like, so, but the second thing that shits me is also that Ben Affleck didn't also pay the $100,000. Right? Both of those things he's, shit me. Yeah. They shouldn't have offered him $100,000, but then he shouldn't have said no. No, because he's Affleck. got it. You want the fucking yeah, costume? Buy the goddamn thing. Buy the fucking Batman costume. Yeah, it's nothing Buy to you. Buy the fucking Batmobile. It's nothing you to you. You know what? Become fucking Batman. That's what he should do. If he I really agree. wants to win the fans over and he's I agree. do a bunch of movies in the franchise. Become Batman. Then actually also become Batman. Yeah, agreed. Second and third. It. Right. Ben Affleck is Batman. What happened to Ben Affleck the actor? He's gone. He's not. He's Batman. Now. He's Batman. That's what he does. You know how... Um, uh, what's that? What's the Daniel Day Lewis? You know, he's like a cobbler in between. What does Ben Affleck do? But Daniel Day Lewis makes shoes, and Ben Affleck is Batman. Fights crime. He's actually Batman. Not that great, but no, he I've does fight the movie, crime. But like, no, no, no he's really, Batman. he he's actually just, Batman. He's yeah. driving. He got a car. He's, he's driving car. around. He's not the that suit great. Cost him a hundred thousand dollars. It's also I'm picturing him now fucking his wife. Right. <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse. Okay, so... Uh, yeah. May 27, 2016. That's I, uh, about an apocalypse, I guess. I'm I'm ready to revisit uh, the latest X-Men one because so many people liked it and I was a bit underwhelmed. I was really looking forward to it. I didn't hate it, but... I didn't hate it either. And I've kind of... The more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know what, I could definitely watch it again. Like, yeah. I definitely... I think maybe I would just... My expectations were a bit too high when I... Sure. I, I, uh, because of the first couple of movies, I've always had very high expectations for X-Men. Um, Doctor Strange, July 8th, 2016. I don't even know what Doctor Strange is, but uh, I think it's a really weird doctor. No, he's completely normal. That's his twist. <laughs> Just that his name is strange. He was bitten by a doctor. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was bitten by a radioactive doctor. His last name just happens to be strange. That's so weird. Yeah. What a um, weird so he idea. he goes around healing people. That's a bizarre character. Right. Uh, I believe that uh, none other than Benedict Cumberbatch ah. is in negotiations to play Doctor Well, that Strange. would be good. And I will watch anything that Benedict I, Cumberbatch right, does. I'm right there with you. Yeah, that would definitely get me on board on yeah. that movie. Uh, Suicide Squad, 2016. Yeah, that's a uh, sequel to Suicide uh, Diaries. This <laughs> like a- Wait, didn't they all... The Virgin Suicides? Oh, the Virgin Suicides. Yeah, it's a, it's a sequel to The Virgin Suicides. The Suicide yeah. Diaries? Yeah. I think you're thinking of The Basketball Diaries, oh, combining it with The Suicide... Maybe uh, I am. The Virgin Suicides. Maybe The Babysitter Diaries. Adventures <laughs> 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 in Babysitting. I well, sui- Suicide Squad sounds like a terrible group of people that they, they just kill themselves. They doesn't sound like it's going to have a... <laughs> a good ending? Or just a longevity to the series. Right. Unless they just keep getting new guys 
just well, maybe some of them aren't that good. Yeah. So it's kind of following the the bumbling misadventures. So so like a guy who tries to cut his wrist but then doesn't like that bad. Oh no, I'm thinking like that's more his like power? dramatic things. Okay. Like yeah, guys who like jump off the San Francisco bridge but like land in a boat full of pillows. Oh. <laughs> Crossing under at the same time, you know, that sort of shit. How has that never been in a movie? <laughs> the down pillow boat. <laughs> Don't jump now. Poof. One of my favorite Simpsons jokes of all time is there's this, uh, it's when the town is flooding and uh, there's this, that, like, you know, you see all the buildings and there's like, it's just like Springfield Burns unit and you just see the flood waters go up and you just hear, like, from inside the building, a whole bunch of people go, ah. Oh. <laughs> Um, Sinister Six. Oh, yeah. November 11th, 2016. Yep. Untitled Wolverine, March 3rd, 2017. That's what I should call it. Yeah. Yeah. Untitled Wolverine. Uh, Yeah, or Wolverine Untitled. It's untitled. It's got no. Oh, Justice Justice League, 2017. Uh, Marvel Untitled Film, May 5th, 2017. So they just have, they just have it blocked out. They they know they're going to release a movie there. They don't have an idea what it is. Well, yet. it might have to do with like what you know, like that could be where Thor four is. Oh, the where... Thor lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Wonder Woman two thousand seventeen. Right. Fantastic... So this is all the DC and Marvel ones. Combined. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Fantastic Four two July fourteenth two thousand seventeen. Guardians of the Galaxy two July twenty eighth. I love that they've announced Fantastic Four two. They haven't made Fantastic Four yet. Well, no. They've yeah. announced Fantastic Four and Fantastic Four Two. So they'll probably make them at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So we are so confident that uh, you're going to buy tickets. Yeah, to you're going to like it. Right. You're going to like it. Right. That's it. Obviously, I didn't say Green no, Lantern. You, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Marvel Untitled Film, November 3rd, 2017. Now, when people sometimes they fuck it up because the thing is, sometimes they try to launch a franchise as well. Like, it was like, yeah. with, remember in one, one of the, the really shit Wolverine, the like the kind of first solo Wolverine, one they tried to um launch Gambit, I reckon, uh, with um, what was the kid from Friday Night Lights who they tried to put in a bunch of movies, Taylor Kitsch, yeah, and the whole point they kind of jammed Gambit in that story because I was going to do a Gambit, yeah. Spin-off. And then everyone was like, he was no, terrible at the gambit. And people were like, that. ah, I guess we got an empty space in uh, Fall 2016. <laughs> if anyone's. Hey, we got an entitled film. Anyone? Uh, hey, Suicide Squad. What about Suicide Squad? <laughs> God. Is that the one with the pillows? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now this is where it gets funny because so the way this works is the studios have a lot of their what they're going to release years ahead of time. And so Marvel just says, we want to release a movie in November on the 3rd, and Warner Brothers goes, great, you can have that slot. So Marvel Untitled Film, November 3rd, 2017. The Flash, 2018. Just by the way, it's um, you got to feel a little bit, if you're The Flash, that like Marvel Untitled Film... (laughs) Like we're like we haven't even filled this yet, but whatever it is, we're confident will be better than your movie, Mister Run Fast Guy. Actually, I got to be honest with you. I think of all the new superhero shows so far because I've been watching them all. I've them. I've heard it's very good. Constantine and the Flash. It I think is the best of them. I I found Constantine to be almost unwatchable. I I'm not ready to say that yet, but I I can understand. How high were you? I mean, well, the usual amount. So <laughs> pretty, I guess. I just couldn't really... feel my hips. 
Thanks for the prescription, Doctor Strange. <laughs> you know, my doctor was bitten by a radioactive doctor. That's how he got his degree. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so weird. That's how he got the degree. Right. Yeah. Bitten you would by think- a radioactive doctor. Another entitled then Amazing Spider-Man 3? Uh, just Flash, by the way, though. This is an interesting thing about yes. Flash. So I think the show is really good. I've heard, it's, I've heard nothing I've, but I've good things. Nailed the, I think they've nailed the tone. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's fun, like the Flash should mm-hmm. be. But the great thing about Flash is that they do these little self-contained superhero stories each week. Oh. Which is, it works really well. Yeah. The kid who's playing the Flash, who I don't know the name of and I don't know if I've seen him or anything else, yeah. is so fucking good. Really? Like, He's a really great actor, but yeah. he is perfect for the part. Yeah. He's carrying off every aspect of it. I'm That's a re- awesome. It's, it's, it's a really fun show. I'll probably watch it because I've been yeah. watching Gotham. and um, Gotham, I'm still undecided. I know. I mean, I once to be good. they brought in that really gorgeous singer girl, and I was like, I can watch this for a little while longer. Yeah, that did help. She's very... <laughs> <laughs> it's a meta thing because in the plot they were like, "Oh, we need you to lure like guys." Yeah, and you're like, "Well, you're yeah, done." Working. <laughs> well done. You're completely done. Bravo. Um, Amazing Spider-Man three. I just said that. Uh, uh, another untitled. Then which again, Aquaman. The first two Amazing Spider-Man movies have been terrible. Yes, like the first one was pretty terrible, and the second one was almost unwatchable. Yeah, that's what they're. And that's what they want to. That's what they want to do with Spider-Man is make them unwatchable. <laughs> Right. Remember when Spider Man was like the best? Yeah. Like there was it was a period of time like ten years ago where it's all fucking about Spider Man. Yeah, it was all Spider Man. Right. All the time. And That's now all. people are like fucking Spider Man. Oh god, enough of the Spider Man. Well they have to keep making Spider Man's every right. three years so or else they, they lose the, the Yeah, they yeah. lose the rights. Which is the best way That's to a make, what's the best way to make movies. Uh, yeah. I didn't any say art. art. It is a Spider Man movie. So yeah, I wouldn't say it's I mean it's close to what Picasso did, but right. not quite. Right. More popular. Um, Aquaman 2018. Yep. Again, won't happen. Well, uh, fish. It, it's it's in won't the works. Happen. It's a guy. It's well, a, maybe they're timing it for 2018 in the hope that the global uh, rising tides will give them because that'll me, be the thing. The oceans will rise, and then Aquaman will come into his own. Hold on. It's a global warming story. Hold on. Uh, Let me see if I can change your mind. All right. You ready? Who runs the fish? Yin. You again? Still no. <laughs> Unless it's like an episode. Wait, I'll like, try. I'll try it again. On a very special ice road truckers or something. It's uh, like I'm gonna try it again. Okay, hang on. Who runs the fish? Again, are you Aquaman saying this, or are you a friend of Aquaman? I'm creating. Like, the, I'm creating the mystery. Right. Oh, is that like a teaser? Yep. Yeah. Again, I don't. Care. <laughs> no one cares. It's not a handy skill to have. <laughs> Two more untitled in 2018, 2019. Then Shazam in 2019. Did you guys have Shazam down there? No. You didn't have Shazam. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't remember Shazam. Okay, so why don't you look up Shazam on, on Wikipedia and while, while I, while I <laughs> read... Like Shazam a song? Or? While I, I read the rest, because Shazam was a big thing as Shazam a child. Shazam was a uh, popular superhero who went around identifying songs that it's, people didn't quite know. It's, it's, it, that would be great if that's okay. what it had been. Um, Justice League Part 2 in 2019. So that's another one they're doing one and two before even wow. one comes out. I mean, if the Justice League movies don't work for them, then nothing's going to fucking work for them. They wait might till, well stop making wait till I get to the last one because you're going to lose your mind. On, so please. Cyborg in 2020. Okay. And then the last one on the docket, Green Lantern. Uh-huh. Reboot, though. It's got it. That's, it's they're waiting until 2020. So they're waiting 10 years. Because it's got to be a reboot. It's got to be a reboot. That movie should have been called Green Mistake. It was the that was the worst superhero movie. I've yes, ever 
all right. Shazam is a half-hour live-action television program. I'm going to get a beer while you read this. Produce, okay, can you get me one as well, please? Uh, produced by Film Nation, uh, based upon DC Comics superhero Captain Marvel. Okay, all right, Captain Marvel. So it was Captain Marvel like a Captain America? Is that That's what I'm going to speculate here before I read on. This show ran from 1974, oh, the year of my birth, uh, to 1977 on CBS. Uh, from 1975 to 1977, it was known as the Shazam Isis Owl. <laughs> <laughs> what? Man, Topop just became the dollop. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I like, thank you, sir. Uh, and included the secrets of Isis about an ancient Egyptian superheroine resurrected in the body of a schoolteacher as the second half of the hour. Shazam was brought back from reruns, blah, 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 blah. So there was a show called Isis. I don't remember Isis. I just remember Shazam. Because it was a guy who would go, Shazam, and then he'd turn into a guy with a cape and then he'd fly around. And I mean, I'm more interested in the fact that... <laughs> There was, a, there was a TV show. That, so they haven't slotted in the ISIS movie? There's not... Uh, no, there's no ISIS. There's no The Secrets of ISIS, isn't... I, I've never, I don't remember anything about ISIS. I was two in a Shazam. 1950, uh, 1975 to 1977. It was the Shazam slash ISIS hour. What? Back then, America. How did I not... I mean, I was a kid who was super into Shazam. Tell you, by the way, and a big shout out to ISIS if you're listening... Um, <laughs> There's a problem with your name now. If you want to call yourself Shazam, that would be a much cooler name. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if you were people like, uh, this township in Iraq has been taken over by Shazam, you'd be like, you know what? Yeah. That, yeah probably should have seen it coming. Um, but he, yeah, he used to go, he, oh God, who was the kid who was in it? Uh, was it Robbie Benson? Okay. I'll, uh, I'll tell you. He used to yell Shazam and then he would just turn into. Um, then he'd just turn into a guy with a cape. And then he'd like fight like small time crimes, like not like big. He wasn't going after anybody large. It was like, I'm going to stop those guys from stealing that car. Right. It was uh, not a good show. So you're a superhero-ish. It was, uh, it was a lazy bullshit superhero. Right. Well, let's read more about the secrets of ISIS. <laughs> and by the way i'm sure by clicking on the secrets of isis there are now people from the nsa listening to this podcast oh so yeah hello to them is it spelled the same way yep oh that that well that movie's not coming out the secrets of isis is the title of the syndicated version of a live action cbs television series produced by film and blah 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 um that appeared during the network's saturday morning cartoon lineup the series also aired in various countries. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Secrets of Isis was the first weekly American live-action television series with a female superhero league character. Wow. And look what that led to. Yeah. Isis. Uh, Isis, people cutting off people's heads. Yeah. I feel like that would be against what they believe in, actually, a female superhero. Uh, yeah, so it was before the Bionic Woman and Wonder Woman. So uh, the Secrets of Isis is actually like a, a leader. Like okay. an icon. Yeah. We should be celebrating ISIS. Uh, it's hard now. We should now. be commemorating ISIS. It's we hard. We should be saying, you know who we should remember and be proud of? Uh, ISIS. You know what? I love ISIS. That's I, what we should I guarantee say. you there is someone who is so bummed right now about ISIS because of this ISIS. Right. 
the guy's been like collecting. Like, <laughs> they have the world's biggest collection of secret devices stuff, and like his life has been ruined. Just ruined. Like the people who were selling that sarsaparilla SARS when the SARS thing came out. Uh, all right, so. Uh, in the series, Isis starts out as a seemingly normal explorer slash teacher. So she's like an early Indiana Jones, really. Right. Who, who transforms into, oh, and a transformer, uh, a variation on the Egyptian goddess Isis when pre- when presented with a crisis. Oh, so when there's a crisis, you know you need? Isis. Isis. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is an Isis I crisis. took the CR out of... Can't spell crisis without Isis. You can, actually. Uh, that you a mere can. mortal cannot resolve. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, how did you get these superpowers, Dave? Um, uh, she's a high school science teacher. Right. Andrea Thomas. Andrea Thomas, her name is. She's teaching high school science one day. Andrea and, Thomas. And then she, how, how, does she, uh, how does she get her superpowers? Um, so she's teaching high school. Yeah. And she gets her superpowers. Yeah, how does she get her superpowers to be the Egyptian goddess? Uh, she reads something she shouldn't probably read, or yeah, she finds an ancient mystical amulet. Same thing on an archaeological Where? dig in Egypt. So she's not teaching, and she's not a high school teacher because she's on an archaeological dig in Egypt. I believe it, maybe it was some sort of excursion, like a <laughs> like trip. a field trip, like a field trip. Yeah, uh, the amulet belonged to Hatshep Shut, <laughs> an Egyptian queen. And uh-huh. gave the wearer the powers of the Egyptian goddess Isis. Uh-huh. Whenever Isis was needed, Andrea would reveal the amulet, oh. which she wore as an everyday necklace. Oh, nice. That's a good trick. Oh, girl. That's, I mean, that's much more convenient than like, you know, do you mean like than Spider-Man who has to have a whole different outfit? Right. Or like Batman who right. has to get into like a cape and like a- Or like Wonder Woman who's got to put on that, ba- that bathing suit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like Andrew. She just here. shows she's the. Just like, she just shows the. Here's my business. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Uh, which she wore as an everyday decanet and recite an incantation. Oh, mighty Isis! <laughs> <laughs> that poor fucker's not can't wear his oh mighty Isis t-shirt anymore. Uh, transforming her into the goddess slash superhero. The show starred uh, Brian Cutler as Rick Mason. Yeah, okay, blah blah blah. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, three episodes of the series featured crossover appearances. Oh, yeah. Shazam? By Captain Marvel oh. of the show's companion series, Shazam. Ah, yes! Uh, likewise, Cameron appeared in, as Isis in three episodes of Shab- Shazam. Shabam. So Shabam was the porn version. It's <laughs> <laughs> Captain Marvel. Shabam. Uh, Cameron appeared as Isis in three episodes of Shazam. Well, that's nice. Um, I would like to read you a description of one episode of Shazam. Okay. Chad is a blind boy who is being overly protected by his older brother, Danny. Chad feels so useless that he decides to run away. And when his brother goes after him, Danny gets bit by a rattlesnake. Chad gains self-confidence after he is able to make it back to Billy and mentor for help and lead them back to Danny. Billy is Shazam, by the way. So that's one of the great episodes. Hang on. Hey, I thought that was just the bit before the thing happened. Nope. That's the episode. I thought that was like the bit before you like, then the, well, hang on. What, well, did, the guy you, just me, got bitten by a snake, right? Let me read you the pilot. Hang on, didn't, didn't. Well, on, he lost, the, he didn't have confidence also. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 
It's a blind boy who's... Right, brothers but, are being overly protective. But again, this and then is the old. Blind, and then the blind boy, and then the blind boy runs away like blind boys yeah. will do. And right. then, the, uh, and then the older brother gets bitten by a snake. Yeah, mm-hmm. but hang on, but what? Where does the soup like? Isn't aren't these all problems that could be solved by like a suitable adult mentor? Well, I mean, like you don't need someone with superpowers. The it doesn't sound like there's any sort of superpowers involved in this story because right. because Danny gets bit by a rattlesnake and then Chad goes off and finds help, but he does find Shazam, mate. Skippy the bush kangaroo could have cleared this one up. <laughs> like if they were near the water, fucking f- fucking flipper would have nailed it. Like this is not. It's okay. well. There's no. a. Would you want want to know what the moral is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course. I Everyone do. needs a helping hand. People with problems or handicaps can get along almost as well as all of us. All almost. they need is a chance to gain self confidence. Let's make let's let's make sure they don't almost. Now I feel Stevie like Wonder just had like another kid. He's got like twenty kids. Well, I think yeah. he's doing fine. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think that yes, handicapped people can do a lot of what other people can do. But maybe finding their way out of a desert while they're blind is not one of them. Right. But if you did, you would have so much fucking confidence. Right. So, you want to hear about the pilot? Yep. A young man must figure out what to do when his friends insist on stealing cars and going on joy rides. Uh huh. That's it. What? <laughs> come in i understand that that's like a degrassi junior high i'm sure i'm sure sure there was more to the pilot but that's all we have here as a description so that's all we can go with i'll give you an example of one of the storylines from uh isis isis i love isis what was the name of the show i don't know if this is gonna be as good as what i read um the secrets of isis 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 baby um most storylines involved isis coming to the rescue of high school students who found themselves in danger due to unwise choices. Oh, yeah. It's very much like, oh, hang Mm -hmm. on. Veronica let Billy finger her. (laughs) Where's Isis? That was in, that was, I would say that plot, a a girl let a guy finger her is 50% of the plots in the 70s. A notable exception. Oh, hang on. Was the two-part series finale, Now You See It. And, oh, so... It's a two-part series finale. It's called Now You See It. That's the first part. And the, dot, and the dot, other dot, one dot. is like, and then not. Now You Don't. Oh, damn it. So, I thought I, I... So in fact, the first one's called dot, dot, uh, Now You See It, dot, dot, dot. And the second one's called dot, 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 Now You Don't. Oh, which man. Which is actually three more dots than you That's, need. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yep. <laughs> like, you technically only yeah. need three of them between Extra those two dots, things. yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to be a grammar Nazi right, here, but, but you've, uh, got, you've got too many. You've got three. Also, three. they're probably not called dots. No, ellipses, I believe. I put them on the end of all my tweets. It's a stylish, stylistic thing, choice. People get mad at me. Um, they do. People <laughs> they get do? So mad. They're like, why do you put those on the end? <laughs> That's because, amazing. Because I'm trying to make a statement about that even though this is like Twitter and it's an enclosed thought, it's part of a wider conversation. So that like, even though this is one thing that I have to say, it's an ongoing thought in a dialogue about this point or this issue or this topic. But also, I just did it for a while, and then it looks weird when I don't do it. So, and then, <laughs> and then a um, a sloth pooped. Dot dot dot. Uh, so now you see it, and now you don't. Which had an espionage-related plotline. Uh, so there you go. Uh, the two-parter introduced a trio of crime-fighting teens called the Super Sleuths. 
According to the DVD huh? notes, the double episode was intended as a backdoor pilot. Oh, for Ooh. the Super Sleuths. For the Super Sleuths series, which never materialized. So, again, that goes right. back to that. It's risky. That's your untitled Marvel project. So, yeah. maybe they're just like, well, if this shit goes well, we can, <gasps> you know, Secrets of ISIS it up. They can never do ISIS because of the name. They can do Shazam. They could probably reclaim it. They can never do ISIS. Okay, Billy, who is the kid with the powers, uh-huh. Shazam, and his traveling companion, Mentor, it's weird that you actually call a guy mentor, but traveled through the 1970s California in an RV you and interacting with people in various towns they stop in. Uh-huh. Whenever a potentially dangerous situation arose, Billy would become Captain Marvel and save the day. In an era before cell phones, mentor would make phone calls from the RV on a type of mobile phone asking for a mobile operator to dial the number. <laughs> Maybe we should take our solving of petty disputes on the road. Essentially, they were just like Judge Judy in a van. Like they were settling petty disputes between Hold people. Hold on. Oh, hang on. All right. When he spoke the word, the magic word Shazam, mm-hmm. Billy would be struck by a magic lightning bolt and right. would be transformed via animation and special effects in a Captain Marvel, right. the world's mightiest mortal. Yeah. So you think about and then that help for a little them with while. Their taxes. And then and then <laughs> go, well, you know, and then, then I'll organize those receipts for you because it, it is coming up to the end of the financial year. And then he'd get that dog who didn't have water and it was out in front of the store, a bowl of water. Yeah. Then he'd negotiate the height of a fence between neighbors. <laughs> I'm Shazam, the petty dispute superhero. <laughs> Who's fighting over property? Oh, here we go. Are you ready? Okay. This is this is this is like this was like a big for for growing up in America, this was like a big show for kids. You know? So I don't know why you're so against it, is what I'm saying. Oh, so they're in a van the whole time. Yeah. So an old man and a young boy. Yep, not weird at all. Around in a van. The old man has convinced the kid to call him mentor. Wait, but then look. See? Shazam. Oh, and then the kid dresses up in a tight outfit and a cape. (laughs) You're really... And they Look, saw, he's flying. Oh, oh, no, he's flying. Hang on, but did he fly it in the episode? Did you? Yeah. Does he fly in between those small claims disputes? <laughs> Is that what happens? <laughs> he's like, now that we've got your receipts together, let me fly them over to the tax office. Did you notice that his cape wasn't flapping behind him? It was just hanging off right. him. Like oh. they couldn't even, they didn't even think to use a fan or wind. His While he was flying, his cape was just hanging off him like a blanket. Right. Well, at one stage, their plan had been that they were going to wave the script <laughs> at it, but apparently there was no script. So How dare you? This is, you're making fun of my childhood right now. Shazam. By the way, I heard... Um, you talking to Jen Kirkman, uh-huh. and you brought up the fact that I spilled. Uh, I love that. I love the fact, by the way, that you're like, I heard you talking to Jen Kirkman. It was on a podcast. 
It wasn't live. Don't. I heard you. Don't secrets. go all Australian press on um, me now and be like Will Anderson. We have footage, exclusive footage of Will Anderson smoking pot that we exclusively found on this television program. I have one question for you. Yeah. Who rules the fish? <laughs> See, you're in. No, I'm not. In. <laughs> I just don't understand how that could be a good movie. Unless it's like in a water world type, like futuristic, like near future, the planet's covered yeah. in water. Yeah. Then maybe like Aquaman can be like. Well, maybe there's a boat crisis. Do you ever think about that? Uh, so it's like it's a. It, it's, it's they like make a, a really like. I mean, you know what? There's a lot of people who vote for people, you know, who, for border protection. Yeah. Like both in America and mm-hmm. in Australia, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you know, they, we voted in the government and one of the main things they ran on was stop the boats. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Those people go to see movies, right? They do. Right? Yeah. In fact, they often complain that they're not res- represented by the fucking liberal Hollywood system. There you right? go. Aquaman. That's what you, yeah. Stopping, Stopping refugees. <laughs> <laughs> just make it would be great make if he, a movie to just place the and he's, horrible he's just like audience. sinking the boats left and right and just right. killing tons of people right. this is the weirdest Aquaman getting, movie getting I've ever seen to do it though yeah like oh not, yeah yeah no he just right. kicks back and yeah. gets the fish to do it and he just says witty things like as he goes by like uh, you know he's just you know like I go back to, to where you came from and stuff like that oh yeah <laughs> I grew here. You flew here. They're like, that doesn't even make sense. You're in the ocean and we're on a boat. Trust me, it works. Right. I'm Aquaman. If you don't like it, you leave. We're in the ocean. We're in, yeah. What are you? This is not. It's international waters. It's, you're, what are you? <laughs> no, you're like in, from an ancient race. Mate, of, oh, could he find the missing Malaysian plane? It, like something like that. Like, you know, like. It's a real human crisis where something crashes in the ocean. Yeah. And then they need Aquaman. You know what? The MH17 plane crash. I'm not saying they should use that exactly. Well, but like if that was like you're going to represent, you know, like how they do in movies, they'll like, you know, there'd be an echo of 9-11 in like a superhero movie or mm-hmm, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So say they were going to do like you know, something about the missing plane, right? Yeah. That, then you could use Aquaman. Some shit happens in the sure. ocean that like, you know, that Aquaman has to be involved in. Yeah, but there's just not a lot of stuff that happens in the ocean. No, that's it. That's the example. That's what I mean. If that one thing happens. I just feel like that's not that great, though, because what he does, he's like, hey, I found the plane, me and my fish. Yeah, but hey, yeah, hey, but- hold on. Stop. Everybody, stop. Why are you looking? Hold on. Just let me talk to some fish. Oh, no, no. I'm suggesting that the hmm? first, like, 90 minutes of the movie is up until when the plane goes missing. <laughs> so what's Aquaman doing the whole time? No, 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 so he's not even involved. No. And then the That's last... That's the only way we can watch him. Make and a- then the last five minutes, he's like, hey, I just talked to some mackerels, and they said it's over there. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Still, what we've described is still and, better than whatever their movie was. And they find, the, they find the plane, and then someone looks at Aquaman and goes, why are you orange? And then cut... End. That's after the credits. Why are you orange? Yeah. And then just end. That's the funny bit after. That's the button. Yeah, that is the button. And then they show a preview of uh, the Suicide Squad. And it's just guys fighting crime. Like this guy's holding up a bank. And then one of the Suicide Squad guys runs in and blows himself up. So that's going to be a good movie. Okay, here's an Aquaman movie that I could watch. Yeah. Aquaman joins the because what's he going to be in? Is he going to be in the Justice League? Is that what they're trying to? Like? I think I don't know if he's in the Justice League. Is Aquaman in the Justice? League? What's well, Aquaman? but how can he be in the Justice League if he's underwater? Does he come out of the water? He's got to. I mean, he's got to come out of the goddamn water. Man, maybe they've got him one of those uh, like your water suits. 
You know, like the people have now, and they get him in like a water suit. And I don't. Like, maybe oh, he's not like a mermaid, is he? He can actually come. He, like he can survive. He can survive, survive out of water. He just. So maybe like he can like if someone's got a fish tank, for example, a lot of evil people have fish tanks. That's a thing I say a lot in the movies. A lot of evil like people. Oh evil yeah, they person, do. You have a fish tank they do. full of like rare fish. Yeah, that's your fucking Aquaman, man. Yeah. Right? You just sneak him in as an ordinary citizen, and then he fucking just controls those fish out into the. Like, as long as the guy's standing close to the fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Momoa is in talks, Aquaman talks. I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? I would like the Aquaman movie to be what he's doing when the other people are solving crimes. Um, like, so basically they call him and then he can't actually do anything about it. And then right. it's like, whatever he's doing. You just are follow you, him swimming around. You have Aquaman there? Aquaman. Yeah. He's a fictional character, a superhero, uh, appearing in comic book titles by DC. Yep. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Initially, a backup feature in DC's anthology titles. Yes. As we, that's oh, he was a founding member of Justice League. Uh, Aquaman uh, later started in several volumes of a solo title. During the late 1950s and 60s, a superhero revival period known as the Silver Age, he was founding member of the Justice League of America. In the 1990s modern age, Aquaman's character became more serious than most previous interpretations. Oh. With storylines depicting the weight of his role as King of Atlantis. Okay, so maybe uh, that'll be the end. Well, who, for, right? Oh, you know who's in talks to be him? Is the um this guy, the guy who married the Queen of Dragons. Oh. Yeah, he'd be pretty good. As, as what watch. though? As what? What's he doing? He'd be good at one. Oh, you're gonna my trident. Like what? I don't know, surfing and stuff. Like you do Um so Aquaman is serious and brooding. So it's a, he is a dark character. It is like a Batman Begins sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, who, saddled, would, who wouldn't want to watch a guy underwater brooding? Saddled with like, well, he's damp and brooding. Uh, saddled with an ill reputation and struggling to find a true role and purpose behind his public side as the deposed king and fallen hero. Uh, the character will appear in the 2016 film Batman versus Superman. So they're gonna. Oh my god! They're give you a little Aquaman in there. Uh, who wouldn't so want like, a little bit of Aquaman right there? Give you a little taste, and I believe they're going to give you a little Wonder Woman in it, there as well. So they're going to like give them. There's going to be a little Justice League feel to it, obviously. Anyway, Zack Snyder is directing the Justice League. Yeah, which uh, which Aquaman will also be in. Yep. But, so there you go. Plus uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, Superman, and Lois Lane. She's not a superhero. She is into a dude who wears an outfit. She's a fetishist. Oh, you know what? She she's a perky reporter. And I mean, to be honest, of all the things, like she's a fearless reporter mm-hmm. who is always going on assignment to find out the truth, can find a way into any sort of high tech military situation or mm-hmm. you know, lost glacier, you know, yep. spaceship being hidden place. Sure. Um, to be honest, that's a more fictional character than any superhero powers. That's the unbelievable character. People are like, well, I buy the guy who can fly from the other planet, and I like the guy who dresses up at the bat and fights crime, but you're telling me that someone has a budget? Shouldn't she be making lists? She should be in an office making lists about 10 things we did not know about the Mighty Ducks franchise. Really? I don't buy oh, it. Oh, God. Yeah. While Aquaman has long been disparaged by some comic book fans, Zack Snyder is a huge supporter of the hero. 
recently right. calling a Detroit radio station to defend the character after the host questioned his rumored involvement. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. That's a good look. Pointing out that's he's super strong. He has the potential to be a badass. Right. In the ocean. I love that he is so obsessed with it that he hears a local Detroit radio show right. talking about it somehow and calls in. And is like, what the fuck? Instead of Google alert, like uh, Zack Snyder's got some sort of Justice League alert. <laughs> Anytime anybody ever mentions any of the characters in the Justice League, he's there to defend them. Wow. I mean, okay, I guess. It's just... Yeah, I mean, I just would have thought maybe Zack spends some of those moments where you're not ringing a radio station writing a decent fucking script. Right, actually work on the script. Right. Trust me, work on the script, Zack. Well, so it sounds. I'm not. I'm powers not getting. Abilities. I'm not getting I'm anything that's making me into it right now. Well, this is. I've got to the powers and abilities. Okay. This might convince us because right. we want to. Because he might be able to like do some other shit that we're not like, aware of. It'd be really cool if he could turn into a sponge. Aquaman's most widely recognized power is the telepathic ability to communicate with marine life. Hey, which he can summon from great distances. Who leads the fish? <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, that's the that's like the the opening line in the trailer. <laughs> Just a whole bunch of people. <laughs> who leads the fish? <laughs> who, who leads the fish? Uh, opening although scene. This power is opening most scene. Often, a girl's looking at her goldfish. It's acting weird. Mommy, what's wrong with? <laughs> although this power is most often and most easily used on marine life. Uh huh. Aquaman has at times demonstrated the ability no, here we go, no. to affect any being no. that lives upon the sea. Oh, okay. That's still shit. What is that? <laughs> yeah, it's not. I'm not getting anything really different. Are really? we saying that if yeah. there's a guy in a houseboat, he can affect him? No. Or a Navy boat? Or are we saying that it otters? It, yeah. Sea eagles. <laughs> so we can say yeah, uh, still not that great. Okay, no, no. Or any e- being evolved from marine life. Evolved from Okay, marine fuck life. off, you cheating yes. bastards. Right. So you had a shitty character that, that can control, uh, you know, like uh, whitefish and octopus or octopi. And then you're like, well, this isn't very good because everything has to happen under the ocean. So then you're like, right. oh, but you know what? I, if I thought of this... Uh, while when you gave me this writing assignment to write twelve Aquaman's, and that I I can't handle it because I'm gonna blow my brains out because it's all about underwater. I was thinking that if I, he could control anybody that's evolved from like fish, which would be everybody, right. just because I I need a way. I I'm if I have if I have to keep writing this comic book, I'm gonna kill myself. Maybe like he should be able to control them less. Like it's how far away from a fish you are. Yes. So he can just control you to be like, yes. like oh, why do I order that Oprah chai latte? I've never, yeah. I've never had an Oprah chai latte before. Yeah. You're like, fuck you, Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> Aquaman, you son of a bitch. I didn't want to wear this coat. <laughs> I mean, it has worked out well. It was colder out than it's I thought. It's a nice but, coat. It's a nice right. coat. I Also, I got to say. I, I found a 20 in the bucket. That was weird. I love what you're doing with frogs and salamanders. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. good work. As part of the 2011 DC continuity, 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 continuity. As part of the 2011 DC continuity reboot, uh, Aquaman's tel- telepathy has been greatly downplayed. Oh, okay, so oh, now they're downplaying the telepathy. Thank God, because I was worried that he would have 
powers. Acknowledging that most marine life doesn't possess enough intelligence to carry a meaningful telepathic communication. Aquana- oh, that's their flaw. They're like, you know what? I feel like that people are, you know, I, the people who don't buy uh, this. Hold on. I'm uh, smart enough to. Look, hey, check it out. I, I love the story that you guys have come up with, but I just have one quick question. Aren't, <laughs> aren't, um, aren't fish really fucking stupid? Aquaman is now stated to simply add compulsions and needs in the mindsets of aquatic life, compelling them to do his bidding by a subtle altering of their cerebellum. What, is, what the who fucking gives a shit? Like, that was the. I mean, who. That's nothing. All right. The more that we learn about him, the it's less It's just I'm bullshit. Uh, Aquaman has a, a number of superhuman powers, most of which derive from the fact that he's adapted to live in the depths of the ocean. Again. Oh, no, who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? I mean, congrats. I would, if I could live in the bottom of the ocean, I would be like... I'm we a, will if you live long enough. Yeah, it's going to happen. Finn will. His name's Finn, though. I know. He's, yeah. We almost named him Gills. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he has the ability to breathe underwater again. Hey, congratulations! You right. know you're going to be great in the Olympics. Like I don't know what that does Maybe for anybody. He's a real ladies' man. Like right? you see him like on the, and he's like basically you see Aquaman. He doesn't even live in the ocean anymore. He's just on land all the time, meeting girls in bars, and his pickup <laughs> line is, "You know, I could breathe under the ocean." If you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about? Right. I don't. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, he possesses human durability, uh, superhuman durability, high enough to remain unaffected by the immense pressure and cold temperature of ocean depth. Oh, good. So he can be underwater still. There's, so there's other ways for him to be underwater. Well, that's awesome. So you, you covered all the underwater bases. Uh, this also, again, this is one of your writer's room twists. Yeah. But this also makes him tough enough to be invulnerable to machine gun fire. Nope, I totally disagree. He also dis- I totally disagree. <laughs> how are those things even remotely similar? Uh, also, how is he getting shot with machine guns underwater? I think this is just in general when he's out okay, and about. Yeah. So hey, he can just get... I hear you try to pick up my lady with your... I can breathe underwater. <laughs> Take that, fish man. Yeah. Um, he possesses superhuman strength. He can swim at very high speeds. Oh, well, that's great. I uh, I was hoping for a fast swimmer. He's capable of reaching speeds of 3,000 meters per second. Well, he's going to hit a bridge or something. And can swim up Niagara Falls. Again. Again, again why? Like, when does, that, when does that come in? Like, at what point are you like, hey, one of my things that I do is I swim up Niagara Falls. Why? Like, it, more than once a series is pushing it. <laughs> Every episode, he ends up swimming up Niagara Falls. It's been a bad run for the falls. <laughs> He can see in near total darkness. Okay, so he's like a, a deep water fish. Does hey. he have, does he have one of those little like light things that hang off the front of him? He has a hat. Yeah, he, has a, <laughs> just a, he got it on Amazon. Um, it was just a reading bed originally, but he's adapted it because he's a very practical guy. Yeah, uh, can't read in bed either because his Kindle gets wet. Uh, he can see in near total darkness. His enhanced hearing, granting limiting limited sonar. Although he can remain underwater indefinitely without suffering in any ill effects. Mm, that's great. Aquaman grows weak if he remains on land for extended periods. Oh, my God. So he's like a frog. So he's not even like strong on land, so he can right. just help in a fight or whatever, at least right. in a, like a making up numbers way. 
He like literally as soon as he's out of the ocean, he's shit. Out. He's like, he's like, so I got he, like eight hours, and then unless they have one of those mobile like swimming swimming pools, yeah, that they can put him in, like a salt water suit, or or like a what if he had like a, I'm just I'm just spitballing here, but right. he had like a jacket, right, that had like a that had like a, I want to say like an umbrella attached to the oh, top, yeah. okay, sure. and then that had little hoses hooked up to it, and then he could have a pack of seawater. And then every time he's feeling a little weak, he just press a button and it would shower him with seawater. I like it. <laughs> I mean, you could be his cue. <laughs> every week you're on the show, he's coming, your way. coming up with another way. You can like spray, you've got like, it's like, you know, it's like a demystifier on you. You just spray on the, every week there's a different one is that all is that all he's got okay no no because it's right now it's really disappointing i mean that is a a lot of descriptions of the thing we already knew we could do yeah awesome in the ocean and nowhere else in fact it's to be honest it's actually made him seem even worse than he was and let's be honest you know they chose aquaman because waterman sounded really fucking stupid uh However, when Batman invented Aquaman's water suit, oh, hold on, yes, what? Uh, and also, we just invented the same thing as Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, we are Batman. Uh, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, when Batman invented Aquaman's water suit, of course he did. Batman, yeah. he was able to walk on land for an indefinite amount of time. He was no longer vulnerable to a deep to a deep humidifier. So. so what I love is, I hope that's the movie. I hope it's him just in some sort of right. bowl of style, yeah. fucking water suit. Yeah, water suit. You know what's great is they invented this character with uh, all of these essentially ha- superpower handicaps, and then they just got rid of them all so he could do anything. You'll love this next sentence. Oh, God. This weakness was later removed from continuity in 2011, <laughs> establishing that he grew up on land before learning of his Ant- Atlantean Yo- heritage. Yo, what? <laughs> Even the creators of this comic book at one stage went, look. We got to do this completely differently. We just got to start this shit over. I can't. We can't. We tried. Oh, my God. That man made him a suit. If I have to fight one more guy with with a fish. It happens on the ocean. It's just so fucking boring. Can he not be born? I'm. How about this? I got an idea. (laughs) He's born on land. He's raised by some people in a farm, and then they're like, "You should, you were from fish people." <laughs> and he's like, "What?" And they go, "Trust me, just dive and swim down there, and you'll see all. You'll see the empty fish city." They're like it's weird, you made me eat so much fish when I was growing up. You guys I are know. monsters. <laughs> I know we did make you eat fish. We thought it would bring you closer to the ocean, but it turns out you're eating your friends. <laughs> you were eating your friends. You're a monster. What if the whole first uh, the whole first movie is about him trying to not eat sushi anymore, but he loves it. There was this uh, lovely moment in the most recent Doctor Who, which was it had its flaws. There was a um, it's 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 in the first half of its it's in its now you see it dot 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 half of the oh yes. first half mm-hmm. of the, the final episode, and there was a, a twist which I, we actually talked about on the podcast. But, but it's actually now real, so I won't say it again. But uh, because it would just happen, and people mm-hmm. might not have uh, watched it yet. But it was a reasonably obvious one. But it was one of those things where you're like, you know what? The twist is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But I wanted that to be the 
twist. Yeah. Like, so it was kind of like one of those things where I was like, there was part of me that was a bit disappointed that I guessed it or that like it was a bit obvious. Yeah. But there was another part of me that was like, yeah, but that's what I wanted anyway. Yeah. So I probably should be cool with that. Sure. But there was this, um, oh, what, oh, what got us under that? We were talking about, fuck. Oh, so there was a moment in the latest Doctor Who, which yeah. I thought was really, like within an episode that was good but not spectacular, there was one moment which I loved. The whole premise is they're in this place that could be like heaven or hell or wherever you go after mm-hmm. you die. But the kind of premise was that once we die, we don't like we don't lose consciousness. Oh, God. So whatever happens to your body, like you know, so. Well, that's upsetting. Essentially, basically, they deciphered these cries they were hearing, and oh. it was cremated people going, "What? Like, yeah, because like you burn, like don't burn me, don't like screaming out, don't burn me." Don't burn me. <laughs> and it was like such a great. What about start. being? Like, but that's, so then being buried alive would be horrifying. Well, I think you just got your body if you they didn't destroy it. Like in this new place, right. you're in your body. If you oh, I get body. it. Okay, yeah. Right, but if, but if they, they burn, burn you, you like yeah. Wow, it was quite a nice. Well, that's, fun idea. that's upsetting. <clears throat> so but I, let me just can oh, I just say on. something during all of that? I, I I thought up a name for a donut shop. Now you see it. Now you donut. That's a good name for a donut shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost worth starting a donut shop just for thanks that name. Yeah, I think we should do now it. Now you see it. Now you donut. <laughs> And also, while we're at it, yeah. I'm going to go around. You know, uh, P-H-O. Pho. Pho. Yeah, but it's pho. I know. You actually meant to pronounce it pho. I know, right? but it's pho. Right, but pho. But the puns, are, like, I don't, I don't like when they're not accurate puns. Yeah. There's one called, like, Beverly Hills 9021 pho. Yeah, that's not right. It's not right. Your shop's called 9021 Fur. Fur. And that doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. So I'm calling you guys out. (laughs) (laughs) That's my version of Gordon Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. Well, we just, as Americans, we just read stuff and go, that's how it's pronounced. Okay. So they've removed his weakness. Now he just was born on Earth. And now he can manipulate water around him and create a variety of shapes and tools or even condense moisture in the air to form a water source. And now he's. No, no, no. No. You know, fuck off. You don't just do that in 2011. Oh, by the way, he's completely different. No, fuck off. Absolutely not. Oh, uh, also, he can uh, control water. No, he can't. He's not one of the Wonder Twins. I said it. After the loss of his right hand. Oh, oh what the fuck? Is, yeah. he in the, is he in the Walking Dead universe? Aquaman initially replaced it with a cybernetic retractable hook, then no. a cybernetic hand. Come on. The mechanical hand was replaced by a magical hand. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't go from mechanical to magical. Magical start is first. You don't go the other way around. Who goes to a magical hand? And what's a magical hand? It was made out of water. What? Okay. Time out. <laughs> number one, that's not a magical hand. That's a water hand. Right. And number two, I hope I can do card tricks. Uh, it was made, given to him by the Lady of the Lake. which Grant Wait, actually- the one from the... Uh, Lady of the Lake, isn't she in uh, M. Night Shyamalan's movies? <laughs> no. The Lady of the Lake, which grants Aquaman numerous abilities, including but not limited to the ability to dehydrate anyone he touches. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? What kind of horseshit character is this? They're just completely changing him willy-nilly because no one has any idea what to do with the guy who who controls the fish. Now that like, guy. Now it's all about dehydration. <laughs> <laughs> And making water out of the air. What the fuck is this, Top Chef? This is fucking horse shit. 
Uh, which grants Aquaman numerous abilities, including but not limited to the ability to dehydrate anyone he touches and killing them instantly. The ability to shoot jets of water from his hand, scalding or freezing. What? No, no, no. <laughs> he can't. How does... But he's got one of those taps. You have to like, push to one side <laughs> or the he's other. He's got to turn it himself. Gonna... You want hot or cold? What? Yeah. Oh, no, it just takes a little bit to. <laughs> it's going to warm up in a little while. I get confused which you one know is hot and the cold. In like four minutes, when this gets going, you're going to get really burned. There's a circle, but it's really confusing because <laughs> I'm not sure if it's power or if it's actually heating it up or if it's the same. Both. But what if it's just kind of warm water? So you're like, oh, that's kind of nice. Like it's and just like some... a nice shower. And then sometimes he forgets to pull up the little thing and it just comes out of the bath. <laughs> just pours out of his ass. <laughs> oh, hang on. I'm going to pull the bath. I'm going to pull the bath. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Uh, so he can dehydrate things. He can shoot jets of water through his hands, scalding or freezing. He has healing abilities. What? No. Yeah, Where did that right, fucking... Right. Why? Because he's that a guy who knows fish? Even what the sense. fuck is that? Uh, well, f- fish oil is good for you. Oh god. Uh the ability to create portals into mystic what? dimensions. It's like what the fuck is happening? They're just this is a character that they're just completely just fucking What is all this shit? It's like portals? It's like literally like they had a brainstorming meeting and none of the ideas were good and they're like, oh, let's just do them all. Let's do them all. Portal? No, we said we were going to pick one. Yeah. No, let's do them all. You we know what? can't let's vote do Portal on it. at six. We'll okay, we'll do Portal, and uh, he can shoot yeah. different waters. We'll start with dehydrating because Jerry's been eating those dehydrated apricots, <laughs> and they're delicious. They are delicious. They're so tremendous. Let's, they're let's tremendous. Let's go with uh, dehydrating. Yeah. Uh, then um, we're going to give him shooting jets of water from his hand because I just went to the bathroom and I noticed that. Oh my god, it comes so, out so great out of our tap. Right? Um, maybe like he could shoot out some sort of liquid detergent. For, no, okay, no, too far, too no. Far. I don't know what. I don't know why. He's not a cleaner. He's not clean. Okay, fair enough. Uh, okay. Uh, well, oh, what about starfish out of his eyes? Uh, well, let's. We'll, we'll put that on the list, Jerry. It's okay. okay. Uh, the, uh, he healing abilities. What about healing abilities? Well, like he just can heal Let's things. Not ex- we'll explain it later. <laughs> the ability to explain uh, portals, portals. I love portals. What do you mean portals? I was just watching Stargate. Uh huh. And they have portals. I know, but that's his whole different thing. But he's like a fish guy underwater. Mostly, right. we're dealing with water stuff. Yeah, but that's boring. <laughs> How good are portals? Portals are pretty great. You know, you need some portals. What and what? If, but how about this? How about the way to create a portal? Is he pulls yeah. a fish out and he throws it somewhere and yeah. it turns into We're a portal. We're not so fond of fish. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fish aren't testing I, well. I was back just on trying that. to find a way to connect it to no, him being. No, the portal's going to go to a misty dimension. Did I not mention that? Okay, but hold on. But I feel like he should take maybe just a, maybe he opens up a can of sardines and he throws one against a wall and a port. I'm just trying to. Find a way to connect it to the underwater. We're, uh, we're more in a Lady of the Lake sort of mindset. Okay, days. fair enough. We're, we're less fish and more Lady of the Lake. Okay, fair. In fact, what we'd like is a way for him to communicate to the Lady of the Lake through, say, his water bearer hand. <laughs> That'll be a great movie. Looking forward to it. Oh, like, my God. Out? I'm happy to die before then. I think it's 2015. That's fine. <laughs> It's not fine. It's. I mean, what is? I hope that one's a bomb. But you know what? It's, it they're can, gonna, there it, is they, no it's way bulletproof, right? There is no way that that can be a good movie. There no, no way. It's out. It, it, it's got to be terrible. They have to put one out that that shakes them and makes them go, "Oh no, 
we've done we've gone too far. Like they have to put one out that makes them go. But this is DC. DC makes shit movies all the time. Yeah. Like Marvel haven't really made a shit movie yet. Well, not like a really shit one. Like you know, you know, there's there's some ones that aren't fantastic, but they've really so far done a pretty good well, job of all those Marvel. Wolverine was pretty terrible. Yeah, but that's like that. There, that's that Sony thing. Yeah. Like it's not fully Marvel. Yeah. The ones that they're fucking up are the ones that are not fully Marvel. Right. Right. Spider Man. Yeah. You know. But all this right. one. We should um, uh, finish up, but. Uh, we don't need to linger on this, but you know, this is your first podcast after walking the room. Like, oh, right. kind of officially finished. So I forgot you know, about that. You forgot already. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That's not helping, Dave. That's not helping. I uh, I should mention, like, before we uh, talk about whatever we end up talking about, uh, that uh, I I did a little uh, brief sort of chat about it at the start of the most recent Jim yes. Kirkman episode. So it's very if people nice. want to hear that, they can hear that. But uh, it, I was in. Chicago in particular. Yes. Chicago and Cleveland, both great weeks. And we'll talk about those another time. There was a few fun things that came out of them. But yeah. the thing that overwhelmed me in Chicago was how many people who came out to the show who walking were the walking the room or not even walking the room exclusively, like, you know, who were podcast fans. Yeah. You know, who came from comedy film nerds, yeah. who came from other podcasts. Yeah. But very much more than any other place I'd gone to to do comedy. That's interesting. There was heaps of, like, that comedy community, there, they're comedy fans. Yeah. Yeah, Chicago is a comedy city. And I didn't yeah. quite realize that. But then when you get there and you realize that Zanies is, like, around the corner from Second City and right. you're like, oh, yeah, right. It's... This is a massive fucking city yeah. and has a rich comedy history. Totally. Like, you know, that, I mean, you look at guys like, even like people who came through there recently, like, like Kamal and, you know, mm-hmm. Pete Holmes and TJ, all those guys Kinane. who came through. They've had yeah. really, and they've got a bunch of really great comedians. Like, yeah. So I guess I didn't quite get that. But the thing that overwhelmed me the most was, I, I always at the end of the show say, and I normally like I'm basically saying it to the audience, like, "Hey, I'm sure this is probably the first time you've ever like heard of me or seen me." Yeah. But if you like tonight and you're like, "I'd like to hear some more," but like you're for free, I'm like, "I have a podcast," and yeah. I will normally mention it and like tell people and whatever. And it's the first place where not only did I have like a very strong reaction, but like people would come up afterwards to kind of, you know, like. Tell, tell me specifically they come out because of the podcast and, you know, they come through Walking the Room or yeah. they come through one, another podcast. And uh, thank you to the people who brought me care packages and all those sort of things as well. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, but the bigger thing is that if you come out to a club and, like, these clubs are kind of taking a risk on me and that a bunch of people come and say, hey, we're, there here, we're here for this. Yes. Not just because it's like our hen's night or whatever, but we're here to see this. It makes a big fucking difference. Yes, it does. So, Anyway, I wanted to thank you and thank them and thank you as I did on that podcast because a lot of that is genuinely because of walking the room. Right. You know. Yeah. And that's one of the great things about that podcast is that like the fans of it were they were they were like, super into they it. They were super into it and they were super into like the world that you yes. created and opened up. Yes. Like I loved that the last episode was with Charlie. I know. Because <laughs> I because Charlie has like Every show Charlie's ever been on has got cancelled. Like, everyone, the Clawson curse. Like, Home and Away is such a successful show that it survived Clawson so far. But nothing else ever has. So, A, it's amazing he was on your last episode. But, B, I thought from my point of view, because of the world you'd opened up to us... Yes. Like, you know, we... Again, I, I mentioned this on the, the, the podcast, and I don't want to make too big a deal about this, but for us to have such a strong 
audience at that Tofop live show at the oh, yeah. LA Podcast awesome. Festival. Yeah. Like for Charlie and I to imagine, like a couple of years ago when the podcast finished, that like two years later than that, yeah. we would be standing on stage in a room up against Mark Marin's show with a big full room of people in a, another country yeah. doing our fucking podcast. Well, that would just wouldn't have happened without like that walking the room thing. It yeah, would I not have so. happened. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. and so uh, I know when you finish something like that and I know when because when Tofop finished the first time and we didn't know if it was ever going to like happen again right it's a pretty fucking full on thing yeah like A for you because these things aren't meant to last forever we were talking no, they're about not. this before the podcast yeah, so they're like, not no one's like hey, hey, hey why isn't Seinfeld still making Seinfeld <laughs> like sometimes you're supposed to make them forever right yeah it doesn't work like that no you it know? doesn't but because podcasting is a little bit younger and people haven't finished it, so yeah, they much haven't. That, they haven't. Like had it is the, still a bit shocking to people right. for something to finish. I but think. they're all going to finish. Like everyone's going to go. Right. Yeah, this at some stage for yeah. some reason. Yeah, I mean, you know, people, partnerships break up, people die, people move on to different things. Yeah, like it, I mean. Like, I, I've got to go back and do fucking television next year. I mean, I'm not going to be able to put out three fucking podcasts no, a week. No, no, good God, no. Television show. Yeah, no way. You know, like, so, I mean, things change. But what, is there anything that you want to say about it or talk about it or like? Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I discussed it on Facebook, but your, maybe uh, a lot of people this haven't. This is, by the way, your Todd Glass's gay moment. This is where you're meant to <laughs> This is where my podcast blows up. This is like the moment that this, ironically, <laughs> The the walk in the room moment is like yeah. oddly enough I am gay and that's why that's Greg why? that's why it and ended. Greg's a homophobe and Greg's a homophobe. oh my god what a terrible yeah way it's for a terrible end. ending it's a terrible ending no uh, <laughs> I think can I say can I say one thing about the podcast yeah. I got so tired of talking about myself right I mean I would say that's the number one reason. <laughs> Uh-huh. I got exhausted. I just didn't want to talk about myself anymore. I mean, that's a weird thing to say, but especially when I'm as I'm going into doing this one man show, but it, then it's like doing this one man show about myself and doing the pie. It just got fucking exhausting. It really did. Well, I mean, I think you know, and let's step through all this, but I think I get that one hundred percent. Like even right now, I had a couple of weeks off because I had some episodes recorded and stuff like that, and this part of me that's going, oh, I've got to stop telling all these stories on the fucking podcast because I've got to like. Yeah, a new show soon. Yeah, like, and so there's, there's that part of it. But B, because of the premise of walking the room, like, was you know about a certain time and place uh-huh. in your life and career. Yeah, like it. You know, you, it wasn't like you were bringing your most positive. Like, because even like, right. if, like, even if I'm telling you some like stupid story about me getting locked out of my hotel room naked or whatever, it's like I'm still telling you like we're, we're celebrating a positive story. I had yes. this great time doing these shows and here's this stupid thing that yes. happened as well. But like there was part of that podcast that was about I was, reveling in. I was locked into something on that podcast. And you almost had to find a shitty thing each week. Yes. Like you almost had to go out of your way to go, oh fuck, I've got to get a shitty thing. <laughs> I wish I wish something shitty would happen to me so I can talk about it on the podcast. And it's crazy because I, I, I lived in a neighborhood where that worked for it, but then I moved to the suburbs Again, and there's nothing wrong. Out. There's no weird neighbors. No. Everyone's normal. I love it. It's all great. Oh, you're trying to grow trees for people to steal shit. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing. So I, I moved beyond what it was and there were a lot of people who wanted to stay where it was. And I, I would get bummed out when I would get comments on Twitter, like, well, you're losers and all that shit. Like it just, we, it, that's how it felt when it started. I did feel like it was all over and I was a loser, but I've gone completely beyond that. It, and it helped me 
in huge ways of right. getting there, which is sort of the ironic thing is that those people and that all that stuff helped me get to the place where then I ended it. Right. Which is the weird thing. But that's just how it is. Like it just, it just felt like I grew beyond it and it wasn't something I wanted to sort of keep doing. And, but also and, you've got to like, I mean, from my point of view as a, as a listener to that, and this was something that I, I wanted to like say myself, which is like, I, I, I want something good to end good. Yeah. Like, I mean, for me, like, you know, to me, I look at it like I look at it like a Breaking Bad. Whatever, <laughs> right. Where, yeah. Where you kind of go, no, no, no. It ended like at a, when it was still like yeah. them doing the show. Yes. Like I was talking to somebody who's a director on like a, 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 a quite a popular kind of sitcom, right? Uh-huh. And he's an Australian guy and uh, he's been doing a bunch of directing. And I said, what's it like working on this show? Because there's a bunch of people on this show that, you know, even though I don't think the show's hilarious, there's a couple of people on the show that I think are really funny. And like, I was like, what's it like? And he goes, you know what? It's season four and just no one gives a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're all yeah. just coming in. Yeah. And they know what they're doing, but yeah. they just don't give a shit. Yeah. And, the the worst there are some shows like that I listen to like you know and maybe shows that I've been part of that could keep going you'd be like no I'd, I'd still be happy to, for them to keep going yeah for whatever I get out of that show I'd still be happy for them to keep going at yeah. like eighty eighty five percent but the last thing that the in the world that you want something like walk in the room to be which cut through to people because it was genuinely legitimate right is to become a parody yes of like you know to be that like suddenly you're like Larry the Cable Guy, like where you're pretending to be yeah. this like, you know. And that's, like, yeah. But you're not. You're like a billionaire living in like a mansion <laughs> in the clouds. You know what I mean? Like you're like, yeah. and you're strapping this on. Yeah, and it's not fun to strap on. And it doesn't make me feel good when I strap it on. But you connected and, with people originally because you were so honest. Yes. And there is a point where you're like, well, I can't be honest. I, that's exactly right. I couldn't be honest anymore. And honestly... I mean, very honest, and I told this to Greg when uh, we stopped it. I've been grieving the podcast for a of while. Course. I've been I've been mourning it and grieving it and moved past. I think it that's important for you to ago. say though, like, and to make that clear to people because I think maybe some people react. And again, the audience, of course, we put these things out there. Yeah, and you, the audience has the right to react in whatever way they want to react to it. Like, yeah, and like. All of that's a compliment in some ways. Yeah. Like it's really just him saying, I'm sad that this is over. Yes. Right? But also I think maybe sometimes people go, when you like when people see something in, they go, what the fuck happened just happened. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What the fuck did, but but that's not where you got like No, I was in a completely different place. No. Completely different but place. But both of you were in yeah. completely different places, yeah. doing completely different things. Totally. Literally in completely different yes, places. Yes, Completely different places. Different and, cities on the different side of the country. Yeah, and just so people know, Greg and I are fine. We've talked; everything's fine. We're all he understands where I'm coming from, and it's all good. It's all good. The, and, our, and, our friendship is. Fine. And as I was saying to you before we started, you're the fucking pixies now. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, we could do your, a reunion tour. You are the classic guys, <laughs> like the guys that everybody loves that don't do the podcast. It's the most fucking baller move in podcasting. <laughs> Like everyone's got a fucking podcast now, but you know what people haven't uh, done yeah. yet? Stop their fucking podcast. That's right. And people are devastated when that happens. <laughs> you guys are going to be massive now that you're not doing your podcast. It'd be hilarious if all of a sudden the podcast. What was hilarious? Is- I don't think all of a sudden. I think that like a couple of years from now, when you like you know your Nirvana stops that name uh-huh. check your like Pixies, that's when it's like 
It's when some modern sort of walk in the room style show comes along, yeah, and becomes really fucking successful, and then they're like, "Well, you know what? Like, well, you know, did this yeah, first? Yeah, this is like, <laughs> yeah." yeah. Uh, you know, we'll probably maybe we'll do a tour in 2020. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. So I think that. So here, I think there are some things that. So there are some people I think in the audience probably who are like, we would love just a, a final episode. Yes. So what what were your thoughts about that? Like you know, to me, I, I kind of feel like firstly the ending was very fucking. Walking it was the very room. walking the room. Right? Greg Greg put up his thing. I put up my thing. It was pretty clear what had happened, and right. everybody was like, "What? Have and, you ever heard I, the podcast? I, yeah, Have you ever?" I love when people are like, "Why did this end so messily?" I was ever... like, "Did you listen to any like any of this podcast? <laughs> Have you ever heard me talk or Greg talk? That would be the weirdest fucking twist of all time. If it turned out you planned every fucking moment, no, this, is perfect, <laughs> this is exactly. We actually got this better than six uh, feet under. We... It's now it's now the ending of walking the room. Then yeah. six feet under. We worked on this for six months. No, I mean I thought it was classic fucking i mean it was a sopranos ending it was you know it's totally sopranos ending because it wasn't you guys saying this is a forever like as in like you know what i mean like we're never going to talk again work again right collaborate again do so like who fucking knows yeah no one no one knows what's right. gonna happen all right so <clears throat> what were your thoughts on that is that what it was you were just like we're done or I mean, because I bet there were people, and I've seen people contact you online. Uh, so, you know, I wish there was most people were great, but there were. I, I get, I get. So, okay, you got to understand when I've just ended my podcast, I'm in a bummed out place. Right. You're also bummed out. Like, ha- have yeah. a little, have a little understanding and empathy for what I might be going um, through, or Greg might be going through. Uh, I don't need the emails demanding demanding that I do another podcast right. to tell everyone what happened and all the comments on Facebook and stuff. It, it really pissed me off. It's like, I just gave literally 200 hours free of my time. And then to demand anything of me, it just struck me the wrong way. So I did, I did lash out at a couple of people. You One know, guy, you know, who you should call Jeremy, uh, Damon Lindelof. Oh God! Right, <laughs> I feel like you've just got a small insight I into what his life has been constantly oh, like since the last episode of Lost. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot imagine. I cannot you have imagine. literally just described a microcosm <laughs> of what his entire life is like. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, so I got a lot of I got a lot of things that uh, from people that I didn't like. I got a lot. I got a f- far more. The mass majority of people were great and right. and understood that things. Things come to their conclusion, and, they're not, and no one's not, owed not, anything. It's but just also a thing you're that not happens. Ripping it down. No, like it's all there. Yeah, like this is the wonderful thing about podcasting that you know, in the old days of a radio show, you know, finishing or like a tele, it's there now. Yeah, you've created this piece of work. Right. Like how many episodes did you do of the, the of walking the room? Two hundred. Right. 200 hours, 200 plus hours. Two, and probably. they're still there. You can right. go listen to them from the beginning to end and see this journey that happened. And But I was reading an article about Bill Cosby today, uh, not for, you know, obviously yeah. good reasons. Um, but they were talking about, you know, like the way that things used to, and the only thing that we really knew about Cosby was like from his albums and then from these television shows that like, because it was before the days of right. things like podcasting. Right. And it, it occurred to me. There's six hours or what eight hours or fifteen hours or how many albums Cosby's done now? Yeah. But like literally in his career, you've got like you know twenty hours of like his opinions and t- yeah. you've got like two hundred hours of walking. I know it's crazy. Yeah, you can. Oh, anybody you can always go listen to that. Anybody. 
Well, I guess what I'm saying, guys, is save your anger for Cosby, not for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was one guy that was so mad at me. It made me laugh so hard. This guy just wrote this whole fuck off what, thing. What, what was oh, the, I mean, I, I know that you shouldn't go into these things, but t- just give the gist of it. The like, gist of it was that you... Oh, by the way, I'll, I will balance this by... I got a lovely letter, and again, I'm not going to go into the details of it, from, but from somebody today who was celebrating... They have a date that they celebrate, uh, which is not their birthday, but what mm-hmm. they called their rebirth day, yeah. because there was a time in their life that they did not think that they were going to keep going on with their life. I've got a lot and of letters they, like that, yeah. And they had written specifically to say how much Fofop got them through. Yeah. We used to, yeah. Like, I mean, we get, yeah, we get a lot of letters of those like that. letters yeah. as well. And they are genuinely appreciated and, yeah. you know, fantastic. I mean, if you want to tell someone who's in a dark place to how to figure out, get out of it, literally listen to walking the room because it right. starts in a very dark, horrible place. And then when it ends, I, I have a whole new career and outlook. Honestly, I mean, that's, yeah, it is. It's It's a a, self-help. It is a self, it's a self, that's the weird thing. It's a self-help podcast. (laughs) Now number one in self-help podcast. That's when it takes off. So Greg, because Greg knows Oprah. Oprah hears that there's this hot self-help podcast that's number one on the charts. Suddenly you guys are on Oprah. Who would have thought? The irony is the reason Greg started the podcast with you because he thought that Oprah had destroyed his career. It turns out that in a massive twist, she loves it. She mentions it in her new Oprah's podcast club that she's doing. She's getting into modern times. Yeah. And bang. There it is. Amazing. Amazing ending. All right. Uh, we should end this podcast speaking of endings. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's uh, – well, I've got some dates I need to mention. I'm in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City and uh, Hyenas in Dallas. So if there's anyone in Dallas oh. or in the Dallas area. Do you know how far um, – uh, where was I going to ask you about? Uh, Austin is from Dallas? It's, it's pretty far. How many hours? I don't know, but it's it's a it's – a, ways is it a flight i mean dallas dallas it's i mean what are you talking about as far as drive are you talking about one way or are you talking about one way and back uh, what, what one way and back is, is not and then a I'll doable just thing. It. <laughs> i think it's like i think it's like three or some odd hours maybe okay. more right. i might be wrong about that but it's it's a big state yeah yeah no i imagine so i've heard the expression yeah big, big state yeah yeah uh, okay, so uh, I'm going to be in Dallas. Uh, then after that, I'm going back to Australia. I've got a gig uh, at the Darwin Entertainment Centre, which I actually think is sold out. So I, I don't know if I... I'm, oh. I did press the other day. You know what, but now you're just the, rubbing it in. I did like radio the other day in Australia. And it's like, it's annoying because I have to stand in the corner of my apartment to get the right phone reception. Right? Yeah. I did these two breakfast radio interviews in Darwin. Both of them in a row say, hey, we checked your tickets this morning. There's only 28 left. I'm like, the show's not for two weeks. There's 28 tickets left and I'm doing two Darwin breakfast radio <laughs> interviews. How fucking nervous are we about shifting 28 tickets in two weeks? We managed to sell 1,500 already. We think those last... Oh, God, we had to get it it over the top. It's not going to work out. Get him a whole day radio schedule to move those 28 (laughs) tickets I'll mention to him in the interview. Oh, my God. Uh, All right, so I'll be in Darwin. Then I'll be in Perth. We've added a whole extra show in Perth. Nice. uh, that is three and a half thousand ticket more tickets. So who's, please who's, come and see that. Who's your support there? Uh, Justin Hamilton. I've heard of doing him. Support there. I've heard of uh, him. We got a plug, and we got it. In fact, this was a, quite a good plug. So Charlie was doing a thing called Telethon in Perth. Oh my god! I saw. Yeah, I was watching that. That looked right. So crazy. 
It's a telethon. Yeah. They ran out of Perth. It's, what a, it's amazing. Raising money for like children's health, children's hospitals, stuff yeah. like that. They raised $27 million. Wow. Which is one state. One yeah. state in Australia, $27 million into the... That's it's awesome. amazing. Yeah. Right? And so it's all what I think. They get all their local celebrities and, you know, it's a big deal in yeah. Perth, right? So Charlie was flying over to do it. So I thought that... Oh, well, I said something like, if you give... Oh, so I just put my new show in Perth on sale. And it's the most, you know, shows with... Like, it's, you know, it's a lot of tickets for Perth. So I said, if you give it a plug on Telethon, I'll donate 500 bucks. Yeah. And he said something about, like, home and away... Like, a naked home and away. So I'll get a naked home and away start to take his shirt off or whatever. Yeah. And I said, if you get a home and away start to take his shirt off and it has Illuminati written on it... That's what that was. I will give you (laughs) $1,000. Then... I didn't know if we were bantering or if I was actually yes. doing that. Right. I was fine either way. Yeah. But I wasn't I wasn't really like we've agreed to do this, yeah. right? I didn't know if it was appropriate or if we were just like, yeah. you know, whatever. Then I've gone to bed and fucking completely forgotten yeah. about it. So I've woken up the next day to just my Twitter stream. I saw that. Full of like a half naked <laughs> guy with Illuminati like written on his chest. Yeah. Like Amy's message me to go, why is there a naked <laughs> Guys with Illuminati, I'm like, oh, to be honest, I'm not quite sure yet either. Let me, let me investigate. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah. And so, but it made OK Magazine, which is like a, yeah, you know, like it's a, the greatest PR you could have. So, yeah, it's been everywhere. So, dollars, I feel like I've really it's a really good ad. So, but people, if you can uh, tell people about the uh, Saturday night show, we're doing a late show, what, 9.30 show, Justin Hamilton and myself, uh, Perth at the Convention Center, Riverside uh, Theater there. Um, well, uh, hello. Yes. Okay. My microphone. Um, just, I would like uh, to. I would like to thank the guy who invited me to Tasmania. That was very oh, nice. I yes. wish maybe maybe at a future date I will head down to Tasmania. I just yes, can't do I, it this time because yeah, it's such I, a long. I haven't run. got back to him, but that's good. We said that on the podcast. He listened. Yeah. Very nice. Um, um, so uh, well, hopefully Melbourne's all a go. That we're looking forward to that. We've put all in the paperwork and stuff, so we're yeah. just waiting back to you know hear about it. Um, uh, we are doing a trial night at the Steve Allen Theatre on December the 1st. Correct. Where we will both be trialing new material. I haven't yes. written anything yet, but we will both be trying new material yes. uh, for our shows for next year. I can probably announce officially, seeing that I've confirmed it now, that I am going to be doing two shows at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival next year because mm. I decided to take a year off my television show and decided to just yeah. m- make more work for myself. Yes, why not make yourself crazy? But, yes, I'm going to do a show called Free Will, which will have been my regular show, but three Mondays I will do a show called uh, Political Will, which will just be me having a bit of a rant for an hour about Australian politics and what's yeah. going on. It won't be like a fully polished show that I'm touring and trialing and stuff like that. It's just going to be like three nights of, you know. Yeah. But I think there'll be some people who will probably enjoy that. Of course. If you feel like you're the sort of person who will enjoy that, then come and see it. Yeah. Uh, well, my dates are uh, November 11th. I'm here at uh, Blam 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 in LA. November 21st, I'm doing Set List. Huh? Oh, awesome. We're out. Uh, Meltdown. Oh, that's that's such a great show there at Meltdown. A couple of other shows December here. December the 2nd, I'm at Meltdown doing a, they're doing a three comics night. So there's just three comics doing 25 minutes each, kind of oh, like nice. feature things. So Maria Bamford's on as well, I oh, know. So myself and Maria Bamford and somebody else. That's pretty good. Finn does not have school on the 7th or the 10th. That's Oh, okay. Uh, the 8th, uh, Live Dollop in Los Angeles, me, Gareth, and Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt. Is the guest. That would be great. Meltdown then, as well. Uh, yes. And the other day I have my calendar, December 15th, the Cat in the Fiddle is closing. Oh, in uh, Hollywood? Yeah. It's closing for good? Yeah. Are you a fan of the Cat in the yeah. Fiddle? 
what what are your cat and fiddle memories uh, why, I why watched a lot of fondness for I watched a lot of um, football there over the years, but also just hanging out on that patio and drinking beers. It's a why great, is it closing? What are they doing? The landlord can get twice the rent from somebody else. Okay, yeah, so it's one of those. It's yeah. the whole neighborhood is blowing up, and they're kicking out one of the best bars in LA. Pub, it's a pub. Right. Yeah, it's a bummer. They're actually going to make it a secret a secrets of ISIS theme. Oh, well, theme that's bar. good. Yeah. I mean, now I like it. Right now that ISIS has got some heat. What if it becomes the Aquaman bar? <laughs> oh, it's underwater. It's like yeah, it's going to be underwater. Thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, I should mention the Comics Lounge as well. I'm doing the Comics Lounge in Melbourne in a co- in three weeks or something with Justin Hamilton, Limo, Becky Lucas, who's a very funny young stand up comedian. Uh, Michael Chamberlain's doing one of those nights as well. So please come along to that. And of course, January 19, the final night of the Illuminati tour at the Sydney Opera House in the concert hall. Uh, thank you to the amazing support for that. I haven't mentioned this yet because it's not on sale yet. And please don't tell people because I still have tickets to sell to the first show. Uh, but uh, we will add a secret second show. So no, I'd like but you don't guys tell. to know. Don't tell the first show people. I'm happy for you guys to know because yeah. you're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just tell some people who aren't my friends who don't listen to the podcast. Thank God that nobody in the media listens to this. We would like them to to sit up the back (laughs) in the first show. That's what I'm saying. Uh, All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Oh, flip over. (laughs) (laughs) It was good up until then. (laughs) 